Hi, I'm Linda, self-love coach and hypnotherapist who loves a good yoga class in my pajamas, listening to the belly laughs of my baby boys, and hunting down the best vegan donuts. This podcast is for ambitious and soulful women who want to feel fulfilled in all areas of their life and are ready to dive deep into the mysteries and wonders of the subconscious mind in order to achieve that. So if you are ready to be let loose from the shackles of self-sabotage and design a life of emotional freedom and everyday abundance, you are in the perfect place because life can get even better than you imagine and the biggest shifts start inside of you. Welcome. It is so humbling to have someone who knows you look at you, listen to you talk, and tell you that you need to take a break. It's even more humbling when it's more than one person and one of those people is your loving husband or partner. My husband is one of my external protectors. I have lots of internal protectors as well, but he is one of those external (laughs) versions uh, of the protections that I have around myself. And he loves me very deeply. He is one of my biggest fans, he's my biggest supporter, and he supports my dreams and my ambitions. We're very different in terms of how we approach, you know, work and the visions that we have for our careers, but that difference doesn't get in the way of him being all in on the things that I want for myself. However, he will stand in and protect me from literally anyone, including myself, if he sees that I am not giving myself the rest or the pause that I need. And I'm starting to get a little crispy around the edges. (laughs) He's like, Hey, you know, babe, what's going on? Right? He he stops me for a moment. He, he, He makes me pause. And he talks to me about it because he loves me. He's concerned. Honestly, this isn't all that different from what my internal protectors do with me from time to time, if I am quiet enough and paying attention enough to listen. So why am I sharing all this? Well, I want to talk about why... Why do you need to take a break, right? Why you need a break as well, okay? Um, Of course, as usual, this is going out to all my ambitious, hardworking, and incredibly creative, problem-solving women, okay? I want you to consider why you may also need to take a break and what's in it for you if you decide to take up that call, okay? So, um... You know, when it comes to effort, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, all these things, I want to emphasize that this relationship with my husband, you know, this did not come about as a result of blood, sweat, tears, and hard work. That's not to say that there's not effort that's put into it from time to time and that we don't have to work through difficult things. But the actual birth of that relationship did not come about from me working really hard, being stressed out, or being burnt out. This relationship, much like really all the best things in my life. It came about as a result of a combination of trust, vulnerable risk, and being authentically present. Like those are actually some of the main ingredients that allowed that relationship to even take shape several years ago. It also required that I move gently through my own fears. And that's just one example. My first business that I created was also birthed as a result of those same ingredients. It really wasn't all of the hard work and the effort. Now, obviously, I put in the hard work and effort because I'm used to doing that. I'm conditioned to do those things. But that wasn't like the magic ingredient, the thing that actually turned the wheel and produced the results to connect me with all these amazing clients that I get to work with as a result of that business existing. Again, it comes down to trust. 
it comes down to taking vulnerable risk and being authentically present. This is why you need to take a break. Because being able to engage with yourself in that way, being able to go after whatever goal that you have set for yourself in that way, it requires that you take a step back. It requires that you be deeply rooted within yourself, deeply connected to yourself and attuned to your own intuition in order for you to get those kind of results in a way that is long lasting and best of all sustainable. It makes me think about starting the way that you mean to finish. So if you're starting a new relationship and you find that you're having to fake it, you find that you have to uh, pretend to be someone that you're not, um, you're doing things that are really draining to you. These are all things that are not going to be able to be sustained for the long term in that relationship. And so something's going to have to drastically change or fall apart <laughs> if it's going to work at all. And a lot of times if we're starting that way, more than likely it's not going to right? Um, and I'm sorry if this is hitting you where it, it hurts today if you're in that spot yourself. But this is an opportunity to kind of wake up as I've had to wake up many times in the course of my life. This is an opportunity for you to wake up and realize that something needs to change right now for your own well-being and for the benefit of all those whose lives touch on yours. Because anytime that you upgrade your thinking, anytime that you enhance how you are taking care of yourself, anytime that you become more fulfilled and more whole, that is all going to ripple out to affect everyone around you too. It's not an isolated kind of incident. This is why, I mean, gosh, so much of our world is so broken because folks, you know, weren't loved properly or they haven't yet learned to love themselves properly. And I'm talking about, you know, as young children, right? Things that like little seeds that were planted in us that then grow into these really big problems later on, you know, and people become despots and just literally insane. So start now with yourself. Obviously, that's not the path that you're on, but the path of impact that you can have, not only for how you feel in your own life, but how you influence everyone else who's watching you and who's affected by you. That's huge. Okay. I don't know if you see it, <laughs> but I certainly see it for you. That's huge. So the key takeaway from today, and I'll get into more of the details in just a moment, but the key takeaway is that you're not going to get to the place that you want to be from an exhausted doing state. It's simply not going to happen. Or again, if it does, it won't be sustainable because you cannot live like that. You are not a human doing, right? So you will have to stop at some point. You will have to take a break at some point to reach that next level and to break through into that place of true creativity, inner peace, satisfaction, right? Joy, operating from a place of joy. You will need to take a break. You will need to slow down in order to see that happen. And really, you already know that, but I'm just going to keep on reminding you of it uh, as we talk today. So let's talk about breakthroughs with relationships, career, health, anything else. Okay. I'm sure that you've experienced more than likely in your own life, or you've seen it happen in somebody else's where the biggest changes, the best results come after they kind of finally take a step back and settle in and realize, wow, okay, what I've been doing isn't working. It's not working and I can't do it this way anymore. And that is a form of trust, by the way. Trusting that I can take an honest look at what's going on. I can take an honest look at the system that I've created that is so broken and be real with myself that I don't want to do it this way anymore and trusting that there will be some other option. So you have to trust that there will be some other way that you can achieve your goal. Maybe an 
an even better goal that you can create for yourself by doing it differently, that you don't have to burn yourself out and be exhausted in order to get there. When it comes to your career, a lot of times we fall into this trap of feeling like we have to work harder than everybody else, you know, outwork everyone else, be more excellent, go above and beyond over the top, work more hours, take on more projects. And to be honest, in some settings, that might be rewarded right? That might be rewarded in a sort of short-term way. You may get temporary praise for some of those things, especially if the person that you work, you are working for um, operates that way themselves, which is probably a red flag, right? Um, and yet, there are women who have been able to succeed and exceed, you know, any kind of prediction about like where they were going to be able to go with their careers without doing all those things, or at least at some point stopping doing all those things and doing it differently. When you're very, um, you know, when you're rooted in your own worth and you know the value of what you bring, you know the value of who you are, right? Not just what you do, but just who you are in essence. You approach your career path, your journey in a very different way. It's It just changes into the sense of like your success is going to be inevitable, whether it's here or somewhere else or something that you create on your own. It just levels up the way that you think about what comes next and the decisions that you make, the kinds of choices that you make for yourself just become very different because now you're honoring what you need and you're honoring the goals that you've set for yourself without sacrificing yourself, you know, as some sort of like burnt offering in order to make it happen. Because you realize that if it costs that much, it's probably not worth it, right? And also, it's just, it's not the only way. So it's hard to shift into that that realization that, oh, like, working really hard and um, just, you know, giving it my all in sort of like physical labor, you know, or mental labor, that that's the only way to achieve. You really have to come to a place where you're like, okay... I know there, there must be a way to do this differently because I'm not going to last doing it this way. So I've got to get creative. I got to be open, right? I've got to take vulnerable risk to see what will happen if I try something new. What will happen if I actually set a standard, if I actually set a boundary and I stick to it? What will happen if I protect my personal time and separate it from my professional time, right? Will I, will I drown or will I float? <laughs> like, let's, let's see. Let's experiment and see. And that's one of the many experiments that I have helped my clients to walk through because really got to a place where if they didn't, they were going to drown, right? There were already health problems coming up. There was already lack of satisfaction in their relationship, disconnection growing in their relationships. And so they had to sink or swim when it came to making these choices that were going to be more sustainable for the long run and help them to not just like lose passion for the thing that they were doing altogether because slowing down, taking a break, right? from all the effort, from all the uh, exhaustion, it gives you a moment to check in with yourself and remind yourself and remember like, what is really important to me? What is it about this career path, this business that actually matters? Let me check in with that and make sure that I'm still aligned with it. Let me check in with that and see like if something has changed, is it is it still in some way compatible with this path that I'm on? But maybe I just need to approach it differently. Right? These are kind of checkpoints that we need to have for ourselves as career women um, very you know, frequently along our paths because things change. We change, people change, right? The things that motivate us will shift over time. It doesn't mean that we have to have a, we have to blow up our whole you know career, but it does mean we have to get realigned so that we can be authentically present wherever we are. So that we're not just going through the motions but that we're doing something that feels meaningful to us and we're doing it in a meaningful way. These things can all, you know, apply to whatever situation we're talking about, right? When it comes to finding the love of your life or 
rekindling that romance with the person that you're already with. We have to get to a place where we're like, okay, wait, why are we here again? <laughs> what, what was it that was so important to me about this relationship? Um, is that still relevant or is it something else? Maybe it's shifted why this relationship matters so much to me. And that's okay for things to shift, but just being able to recognize what those things are and honor that and get reconnected to it, get reconnected with each other, right? Take that slow down, that pause that you can see each other again, Right? And that's why it's so important to be authentically present in our relationships too, because if we're not really seeing each other, because we're just sort of seeing around each other or seeing through each other, you know, <laughs> we're not, we're not even really there when we're spending time together. Well, yeah, that relationship is going to deteriorate pretty quickly. This matters to me, what I'm talking about, because it's not just what I walk clients through. It's not what I walk through, right? It's not just how I stay rejuvenated and refreshed. It's also what I want to invite you into as someone who very likely is experiencing a high level of stress in multiple dimensions of your life. Because a lot of times if we're feeling it at work, we're probably feeling it at home, we're probably feeling it in different parts of our community that we're involved with. Because when we're starting to burn out, it really does affect everything. It doesn't matter where the burnout started. It doesn't matter where the disconnection started. It drains us and it starts to affect every part of our lives. And why is that? Well, because we are interconnected, multidimensional, integrated beings, right? Our physical body is not divorced from our emotional body, is not divorced from our spiritual body, is not divorced from our mental capacity, right? Like all these things are connected. And so when our relationships are a mess, yeah, it's going to affect your health. When your emotions are a mess, it's going to affect the way that you're able to think, or if you can think clearly at all. These things all have a relationship with each other. And if we don't attend to that, if we don't admit that, then we are going to suffer, usually in multiple ways. But for some of us, it comes up first in one part of our body versus another. It's a sign for us to pay attention. It's a sign for us to reassess what's going on you know, try to pinpoint what that issue is and find a way to come back to the type of lifestyle that actually works for us and will help us to feel refreshed, rejuvenated, connected and grounded on a regular basis. So, you know, my, my passion really is to see you as someone who is highly stressed, right? Highly capable, highly talented, but also highly stressed out to really put that aside, put it, put aside all the behaviors and the patterns that are creating that kind of, you know, result for you in your life and help you get back to a place that is rested and protected where you feel like a queen, right? I mean that very seriously, because I do believe that you are royalty, that we are royalty. And we do our best when we live in our lives in that way. And we actually believe that we are worthy of all the best things because you are. Okay. I can tell you that. I don't, I don't even need to know your name. I know that you're worthy of all the best things. And so that's why I take this very holistic approach with um, the work that I do, because I've, I've seen over the years, like you can't just sort of like solve one problem, right? Okay. Let's just fix your health. Okay. Well, why was that person's health deteriorating in the first place? Of course we have our genetic markers. We have our family histories and things of that nature. And sometimes the people who are doing all the healthiest things, it seems, you know, still end up getting very sick. I will also point out, though, that a lot of those same people will say, you know what, yeah, I was super healthy, but I actually wasn't taking care of my internal self. 
I wasn't taking care of my emotions. I wasn't resting, right? Doing those kinds of things. Some of these people who were very, very healthy, quote unquote, on the outside, they didn't know how to pause. They didn't know how to stop. They didn't know how to listen to their bodies when their bodies were like, oh my gosh, I can't take this anymore, or I need space, or I need to reevaluate some things, right? So all these parts of us are connected. And when you want to resolve burnout and, and, and high stress functioning, right? Just sort of like operating under that level of stress and, and, you know, doing it, you know, doing it very well, it seems to everybody, everybody else on the outside, but suffering on the inside. That's why you'll need to slow down and find a different way and find a different lifestyle that's really redesigned to accommodate the needs that you have and what actually fills you up enough so that you can show up as your best in all areas of your life. So one of the most powerful ways to get to that new state, that new frame of mind, the most quickly is to actually do subconscious work. And that's just dealing with the unconscious mind, right? It's nothing like magical and mysterious. It's just dealing with your unconscious mind and figuring out where all these patterns are originating from in the first place. And yet again, right, if, if we don't slow down, we don't take a pause to actually make time for something like this. Uh, we won't, <laughs> we won't reach that level of understanding about ourselves and why we operate the way that we do that can give us the freedom to like choose differently. The great thing though, is that when you do subconscious work, that is very powerful. Something um, that I do again in the work that I do with my clients, when you do very powerful subconscious work, it actually doesn't take a lot of time. It's not like you have to commit years or go travel to the Himalayas or, you know, sit at the feet of a spiritual master to find these kinds of breakthroughs. It can happen actually in a way that is very gentle, very kind to all of your body's systems and happens quickly, right? But not because it's being rushed, but because there's a space where you are relaxed enough, engaged enough, attuned enough to yourself to actually listen to all those whispers that have been there the whole time. So to wrap this up, the the too long didn't read version of this. Yes, you need to take a break, period. If you're watching this, just just period. <laughs> okay. Um, there are multiple reasons for it. Number one being that you are an interconnected being and that the way that you are feeling in one area of your life, if it's not addressed, it's going to bleed into everything else if it hasn't already. And that there's a way through it. That This is not inevitable. Like your, your burnout is not inevitable. Your stress is not inevitable. Like, yes, there are things going on in the world, but trust me, you just being kind of like sitting in the stress and stewing in it is not going to help anybody else. I can promise you that. So find a way to get connected back to yourself to take that break that you need so that you can honor the protectors in your life, the external protectors, like, you know, like I have with my husband and the internal protectors, because we all walk around with that. We have parts of ourselves that are saying, Hey, please listen to me. I've got something to tell you. Please slow down. Please be here with me. I have important information for you. The longer we walk away from that voice, then yeah, the longer it is likely going to take for us to get back to the place we were meant to be. And I promise that where you were meant to be is so much better than the spot that you were hard driving yourself into. (laughs) The place that you're meant to be feels so much better than the place that is requiring you to work your bottom off just to get anywhere, just to make like any progress. That's not like the best, most fulfilling spot for you. And there's so much more that's possible. Okay. So just remember that when you're trying to resolve 
your problems with, you know, techniques like breath work or more exercise or assertive communication. These things are actually all incredibly powerful. They're all wonderful. And if you do not start with the subconscious mind first, if you do not start with all those core beliefs that you hold that you maybe don't even realize, if you don't start there on the inside, a lot of these other techniques are really not going to get you very far or they're going to provide temporary relief, temporary results, because the core of the issue, the root of the issue, right, the root of the fruit tree or whatever, that hasn't been dealt with yet. And so that tree is going to keep on bearing the same fruit eventually. It'll, it just might take a season, right? Maybe it only produces fruit in the summer or in the fall. So you may not know until you get back there again. <laughs> but it will happen and you'll realize that, oh, wait, that wasn't actually the long-term solution that I thought it was going to be. So don't ignore that deeper inner level when it comes to taking that pause, taking that break in order to reassess your life, recreate your life, redesign your life. Because I promise, I promise you, I've seen it and I've felt it. You will only get but so far until you do that subconscious work. And then game changer. It's a whole new ballgame at that point, right? And that's what I want for you. I don't want you to waste your time. I know you don't even have the time. And I get it because I don't either. You don't have the time to waste. (laughs) So you want to go with the things that are going to be giving you the biggest value for the least amount of time and effort and 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 doing, right? You you want it to have an impact quickly and you want it to last, right? So it's been a pleasure talking with you. Um, applications are being uh, reviewed and if appropriate, accepted for my group coaching program, Love Yourself Liberated, that helps you to do all of what we're talking about in this talk today. So if you are interested, if you're curious, make sure that you check out the link and explore more about the program there. All right. I'll talk with you soon. You hung with me to the end, my Shiro. If you benefited from this episode, please say thanks by leaving a wonderful review. It helps me know what's helping you the most and allows more like-minded women to find and learn from this podcast. We don't want to keep all the good stuff for ourselves. See you next time.